Jumpstart your healthy resolutions with reduced pricing on all my favorite supplements from Thorne. Right now, my entire curated selection of Thorne supplements is 20% off, including Thorne's cutting-edge brain support formula, Cinequel. I've added Cinequel to my personal daily regimen to fight off cognitive decline. Cinequel is rich in the best researched ingredients that help support brain function. Its active ingredients help maintain cellular energy production, encourage a healthy balance of inflammatory cytokines, kinds, provide energy to fuel the nerves, support neurotransmitter production, and protect against oxidative stress. It's available in two strengths, Cinequel for everyday maintenance and Cinequel Plus, which provides higher amounts of specific nutrients for shorter-term support after impact-related head injury. Just go to DeerHoffman.com Thorn for 20% off Cinequel, as well as my entire curated selection of Thorn products. That's DeerHoffman.com Thorn. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's a weekly program where we answer your questions. You can call us 877-726-8255. Plus, I've been scanning all the important health stories and scientific articles for the week, and we'll digest many of them for you in hopefully an understandable and an entertaining form. That's what intelligent medicine is all about. The best of high-tech medicine, the best of natural therapies, putting those all together for you each weekend is my job. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, 877-726-8255 to come directly into the doctor's office. That number available to you 24-7. 365, and we have some recorded calls we're going to take as well. And a program note, uh, I want to welcome a new radio affiliate to our Intelligent Medicine roster. It's KFAR AM and FM 97.5 in the Fairbanks, Alaska market. Woohoo! Yeah, okay, we're up in uh, Alaska. And it will air on Sundays from 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. Well, that's pretty early in the morning for many of you. But uh, I'm watching the series True Detective. And uh, this season's plot revolves around something that's happening up in Alaska above the above the Arctic Circle, where in December and January, it's just dark all the time. The sun disappears around uh, mid-December, never to rise again until uh, later in the year. And so I guess it didn't matter <laughs> if it's early in the morning. Any time of day is okay up there in those uh, dark and cold regions. So welcome folks listening via KFAR AM in Fairbanks, 877-726-8255, our number. And one of the most interesting stories this week has to do with the impact of a low-carbohydrate diet. Now, there's no question that low-carbohydrate diets are helpful for weight loss. They can help diabetics. Uh, many people lose weight, their blood sugar improves, their blood pressure improves, and hence that lowers their cardiovascular risk. But a disturbing tendency 
of low carbohydrate diets, particularly diets that are high in animal protein, and many low carb diets are animal protein based, lots of meat, uh, lots of dairy products, high fat, but very low carb. Yeah, you lose weight. Yeah, your blood sugar improves, but your LDL sometimes soars. And that's a knock on the low-carb diet, especially when it includes animal protein. And so what's interesting is that it's hard to predict when LDL will go up. It sometimes goes up on a low-carb diet, and it sometimes actually goes down. So the big debate is, is a low-carb diet uh, helpful for certain things, but then it may ultimately raise your cardiovascular risk because we fixate on LDL, low-density lipoprotein, as the culprit in cardiovascular disease. It's a target for statin drugs. When you have an LDL above a certain level, your doctor is going to pester you to go on a statin drug to lower it because that is said to be the end-all and be-all of cardiovascular risk. Well, there's a very interesting study here. It's a study of studies. They call that a meta-analysis. 41 trials with 1,379 participants. And they looked at the impact of a low-carb diet on LDL. And they came up with a very, very interesting result. What they found is that if you are of normal to low weight, and normal these days is overweight, but I'm saying a BMI of 25. I personally have a BMI of 25. I'm 165 pounds. I'm 5'10", so I have a BMI that's calculated to be 25, and, and that's pretty close to optimal. Uh, a higher BMI is sometimes associated with cardiovascular risk. Uh, obesity, the cutoff is 35. That is Certainly associated with cardiovascular risk, intermediate levels, 26 to 34, uh, moderate increase in cardiovascular risk and higher risk of metabolic syndrome. Okay, so what they found is that if you have an LDL that's 25 or less and you go on a low-carb diet, it is more likely that your LDL will go up. And I personally am a case in point because I was once on a very low-fat, high-carbohydrate, high-fiber, vegan diet. Virtually no animal fat, very low-fat, lots and lots of grains and starchy vegetables. And for protein, things like tofu, which is relatively low-fat. And in switching to an animal protein-based diet a low-carb diet, my LDL went up. Initially, my total cholesterol was about 135 on a macrobiotic vegan diet. And then I flipped the switch to a low-carb diet, including plentiful amounts of animal protein, and my cholesterol soared to over 200. But the good news is that when I assessed my cardiovascular risk, via a coronary artery calcium scan at the age of 65, there was zero plaque. So evidently that had little consequence in terms of my cardiovascular risk. But what they found was kind of interesting is that for people with an inter intermediate BMI, 25 to 35, the LDL cholesterol did not change 
on a low-carb diet, even including plentiful animal protein, saturated fat, and cholesterol. But here's the interesting part. For folks with a BMI greater than 35, the obese people who are at high risk of cardiovascular disease, LDL cholesterol actually decreased on average by seven points. Thus, for the very people who are at high risk of cardiovascular disease, the overweight, the effect of a low-carb diet is different. It lowers your LDL. What I'd like to see is some research on slicing and dicing LDL. We know now that LDL is not one single monolithic thing. There is bad LDL and not so bad LDL and maybe even protective LDL, small dense LDL particles put you at high risk for cardiovascular disease. Large fluffy LDL particles are less harmful. In fact, may even be benign. And what I've found when I've done this analysis on patients who change their diets is, yes, the LDL sometimes goes up, but the LDL quality improves. The small dense particles convert to large, fluffy, more benign particles, and that ultimately lowers cardiovascular risk. So putting all our chips on LDL as the end-all and be-all of cardiovascular risk assessment, maybe a misguided way of looking at things. We need to look at blood sugar, blood pressure, weight, inflammation is a big factor, homocysteine, LP little a, and on and on it goes in terms of cardiovascular risk assessment. Interesting study. 877-726-8255 if you want to comment or if you have a question, call in. We're here. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. Wakanaga of America, makers of Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, knows that most of us are having to stretch every dollar a little further these days. But that doesn't mean you should have to choose between saving money and your family's health. It's important, as well as cost-effective, to choose safe and multifunctional nutritional supplements. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract has been a superior cardiovascular supplement for over 50 years, backed by over 900 published scientific papers. Aged garlic extract has been shown to provide many cardiovascular benefits, including lowering blood pressure and improving arterial stiffness, and strong immune support. Kyolic Formula 103 includes vitamin C, mushrooms, and astragalus for immune and heart health, and Kyolic Formula 152 with omega-3s and vitamins D3, K2, E, and B6 for heart, bone, and immune health. Two excellent options that provide multiple health benefits for your family's health. Look for Kyolic at your local natural health store and online. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Whoa, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. 
Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you on a weekend, 877-726-8255. Our number, that number available to you uh, weekends, weekdays, anytime you like. You can call, you can record a question. We've got a live caller, Kathy from Connecticut. How are you doing, Kathy? Hi. Hi, Dr. Hoffman. I want you to comment on cannabis and the relationship to your brain um, for like a 65-year-old person that takes it who's losing their memory. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Is there, connect- is there connection? Well, oh, there, there can be. I mean, uh, there is a reason that they call marijuana dope, okay, because it can have uh, adverse effects on, on the brain. Uh, that being said, there's some evidence that CBD, which is uh, a component of marijuana, the sort of the non-stoner component of marijuana, uh, may have anti-inflammatory effects in the brain and actually cognitive preservation properties. So uh, it depends. But, you know, I'm most worried about the use of cannabis in young kids, in pre-adolescence, teenagers. Uh, when you use it later in life, unless you use it habitually, like, you know, you wake up and smoke a joint uh, and you need pot throughout the day, that that is not a good thing. What, what do you think? Is this related to yourself or to a person no, you're concerned about? a friend who has to take it to get to sleep takes it all the time and it's uh, some kind of thing that they uh, a friend makes up for her mm-hmm. have you noticed any changes in their uh, yeah, cognitive I, abilities yes she admits she can't uh, think, uh, forgets all the time and her husband told me that she got lost coming home one day and was one street away Okay. So, I mean, there's a trade-off there that it may help uh, sedate her, relax her, exactly. uh, enable sleep, but uh, it may actually have a damaging effect on cognition. Of course, you know, correlation is not necessarily cognition. She may, uh, it may, an alternative explanation is that she may have sleep problems due to uh, incipient Alzheimer's. Actually, people who develop Alzheimer's uh, often have sleep problems as a precursor to that. And uh, so the problem may be that with or without the pot, uh, she's developing cognitive decline, which disturbed her sleep. She's using the pot. It's helping her sleep. But the cognitive decline isn't being arrested by the pot. In fact, it may be even uh, accelerated. So, yeah, I mean, look, I have a concern about eh, legalization. Okay, great. It's really a good idea that, uh, you know, somebody who has a nickel bag of pot doesn't go to jail. Uh, that didn't happen very often anyway. But uh, the popularization of pot, uh, not a good thing. Uh, I spent some unproductive years in college smoking pot, and I kind of regret it. Not that it has long-lasting uh, deleterious effects on my brain, uh, but it was kind of a waste of time because it was difficult to focus and concentrate, and I could have gotten more out of the college experience uh, without that. So, uh, yeah, uh, not a great thing. What kind of medical professional could help her? Well, if she's, I mean, you got to be desirous of help uh, to uh, get help. And she may be quite content with the status quo, but if she wants help, she really needs to see an addiction specialist. You know, that's a genre of medicine uh, where people work on helping people, uh, you know, get off whatever they're hooked on. 877-726-8255, our number. And uh, this item uh, I find interesting. It's... 
uh, a, a new fix, a simple fix for elevated blood sugar. It's a lifestyle fix. Uh, hemoglobin A1C is a marker of overall blood sugar. And uh, the an elevated hemoglobin A1C uh, predicts the risk of diabetes. So in this study, uh, they looked at diabetic rats. And I'm personally a swimmer. I spent a lot of time in a pool. Uh, swimming is a good exercise, but my pool is relatively warm. Uh, they trained these rats in swimming in both hot and cold water pools. We know that cold immersion is something that helps burn brown fat, which helps people reduce weight and may improve metabolism. In this study, they found that by having the rats swim in hot pools or warm, you know, body temperature pools, no big change on their hemoglobin A1C. But when trained in cold pools, their blood sugar improved. And the intervention also included a combination with cinnamon supplementation. So the trick that worked was given the rat cinnamon, along with having them swim in cold pools, their blood sugar improved significantly. So uh, this actually harkens back to uh, a personal short story that I've shared uh, on this program, but I'll share it again. I have uh, a friend uh, who is frankly very, very overweight. And it's it, clearly a genetic thing because she doesn't overeat. She's very active. She has many family members who are overweight. It's, it's in the genes. Uh, she probably weighs over 300 pounds. And she was complaining of feeling uh, lethargic and tired, you know, schlepping around all that weight. So she installed a cold immersion pool in her yard. And religiously, she spends three minutes immersed in the pool at temperatures as low as 49 degrees. Now, air temperature 49, that's not that cold, but water temperature 49 is pretty darn cold. It's going to sting. It's going to give you an ice cream headache if you immerse your face in the water. But by doing that, and she didn't change anything else, she lost 35 pounds and she feels energized. There really is something to cold immersion in terms of improving metabolism. 877-726-8255, our number. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoppinStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoppinStore.com. DearHoppinStore.com. 
Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. 877-726-8255, our number. That number is available to you 24-7, 365. So let's take one of those recorded questions. How can you tell if you are in danger of getting diabetes 2? Okay, that that's a great question. And uh, there are a variety of ways you can determine that. By the way, uh, there's a transition from normal metabolism or optimal metabolism through kind of a transition where you may have prediabetes. Uh, it's insulin resistance, metabolic syndrome. Uh, and when you suppress a certain level, and usually that's determined by your hemoglobin A1C. Hemoglobin A1C 6.4 or 6.5 is considered diabetes. Anything above that, diabetes type 2, uh, is when uh, you're generally overweight, and that is associated with type 2. The type 1 diabetes uh, earlier in life, you don't produce enough insulin. Generally, you lose weight. Uh, thin diabetics are generally type 1, and they may require insulin. Type 2 diabetics, very amenable to lifestyle change. And so the simplest test is a home test. Get a tape measure, you know, one of those cloth tape measures, the old-fashioned kind, and take it around your waist and take it around your hips and then divide your waist circumference by your hip circumference. If it's greater than one for a male, the quotient, waist divided by hips, you're likely to be pre-diabetic or metabolic syndrome. For a woman, different criteria because women have bigger hips, right, general. It's 0.8 or above. And that highly accurate at predicting the risk of metabolic syndrome. Now, that doesn't mean you have diabetes. The definitive test for diabetes is the hemoglobin A1C, which you can ask your doctor for. Uh, short of that, uh, there's some other ways that you can predict early prediction of diabetes you can take a glucose tolerance test and that's often done for pregnant women they get a glucose tolerance test i like to do it for five hours i like to measure both glucose and insulin and even in the presence of normal glucose you could have high insulin that is highly predictive of pre-diabetes or propensity to diabetes. Even a fasting insulin greater than 10 can tell you that you're more likely to have pre-diabetes. Uh, the other thing that uh, can be helpful, and we did an entire podcast on this, it just dropped this week, uh, is the use of what are called CGMs, continuous glucose monitors, because those will tell you, even when the hemoglobin A1C, relatively normal, or maybe a little borderline, it'll tell you whether your blood sugar is skyrocketing with certain meals, or if you have a bad night's sleep, or when you don't exercise. Uh, it's a very, very good way of studying the way that your body reacts to various lifestyle factors, and particularly diet, particularly diet. Diet is really the key when it comes to ups and downs of your blood sugar. So um, there you have it. You know, that's the way you do it. And I, I, great question because I really wish more and more people would, um, would, and doctors too, and doctors really need to be doing this, would do some early prognostication on diabetes risk because it's like one of the single biggest things that can predict 
your risk of dying young or having a poor health span. 877-726-8255 are a number. And when it comes to studies, you know, lots of studies that say this and that. Well, you don't need a study to tell you that aging and fatigue go hand in hand. Nevertheless, my friends in nutritional therapeutics who are makers of NT Factor point to 16 studies, all peer-reviewed and published in medical journals, showing that NT Factor can reduce fatigue while at the same time age-related changes are reversed. For 30 years now, the makers of NT Factor have worked to improve our health spans by focusing on the mitochondria. Those are those tiny energy powerhouses of our cells. Their science shows that NT Factor, which I don't go a day without and recommend to my patients, improves our energy and prevents the deterioration that accompanies aging. They promise us that our day-to-day lives will be improved, and they keep proving it in studies that include placebo-controlled trials, both in academic institutions and in medical practices like mine. You can find NT Factor at your favorite health food store or online retailer, or to order direct, go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Don't let tiredness and fatigue rob your senior years. Invest regularly in the anti-aging benefit of NT Factor at ntfactor.com. And by the way, uh, Fullscript uh, carries certain NT Factor products, but for a more comprehensive lineup of products, go directly to their website, ntfactor.com. And by the way, Fullscript, uh, my online dispensary, is a great way to shop hundreds of curated vetted supplements. You can go to DeerHoffmanStore.com to find the highest quality supplements, uh, kind of supplements we talk about here on Intelligent Medicine, the very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. You can be assured of safety and quality when you shop full script at DeerHoffmanStore.com. All right, this is kind of discouraging, and it's the subject of my newsletter article this week, New disease trends highlight medicine's biggest failures is the headline. And it's prompted by my reading of a series of recent articles in the Wall Street Journal, uh, which highlight how critical aspects of Americans' health are deteriorating at the very time that nearly every day we learn of yet another medical breakthrough, some high-tech and often pricey cure. Uh, for example, the remarkable cure for sickle cell disease. The only problem is that it costs about $2 million. You have to undergo a bone marrow transplantation, uh, receive high-dose chemotherapy, and ultimately you may be cured of sickle cell, but you still are at risk of a higher susceptibility to cancer after your bone marrow transplantation because you've undergone high-dose chemotherapy. So, you know, Breakthrough cures? Okay, fantastic. I mean, I hope we cure these diseases uh, and we're coming up with more and more plausible treatments and cures for cancer that extend people's lives. Uh, fewer women are dying of breast cancer because of advancements in breast cancer treatment and detection. But here's a problem. Uh, headline from Wall Street Journal. Cancer is striking more young people and doctors are alarmed and baffled. So what they found is that diagnosis rates in the United States rose in 2019 to 108 cases per 100,000 for people under 50. That's up 12.8% from 2000. So uh, people are getting cancer at younger and younger ages. And there's something happening here 
what it is ain't, ain't exactly clear to echo the lyric from Buffalo Springfield, uh, old school 1960s song. So uh, there's a concern. And worldwide, the incidence of early onset cancer experienced a 79% increase from 1990. So what's going on? And the key to that is there's something in our environment. And certainly our diet is part of our environment. Diets uh, have gone downhill since many of these Gen Xers were born. And there's also increasing environmental pollution. Actually, air quality better in many cities. But there's so many chemicals being unleashed in the environment I have a big concern about microparticles. A study done at my alma mater, Columbia University, shows that we have vastly underestimated the amount of plastic microparticles that are present in plastic bottles. A lot of people drink from plastic bottles. You know, hydration is a good thing. But they're getting microparticles invisible to the naked eye that are so small They can traverse the walls of the digestive tract, get into the bloodstream, get into cells. What could be the potential consequence of exposures like this? So uh, this is a big concern, and medicine is failing us in that regard. Uh, There's also a companion article in the Wall Street Journal that states that Americans are living longer, but spending less time in good health. This is about what's called the health span. Uh, there's a crucial difference between lifespan and health span. We may be living longer. Actually, we're living less long. We're going backwards in terms of life expectancy in the United States, far behind many other advanced countries. But our health spans are shortening. We're spending more and more time taking powerful medications with polypharmacy, uh, being sustained by life-saving procedures, but not in good health at the end of life. And so that is a concern that we need to address. It's one of the big deficiencies in, a, in our healthcare system. But there may be some good news on that front. There's a novel bill just passed in my state in New York. Uh, the bill sponsor is New York State Assembly member Linda Rosenthal, who's a Democrat from Manhattan. And the bill states that diet-related diseases are on the rise, yet physicians in New York State are not required to receive continued education on the topic of nutrition and its impact on such diseases. In fact, the majority of medical school curricula do not even provide students with the minimum number of hours in nutrition coursework recommended by the powers that be to support our health. And it's important that physicians are empowered to discuss the topic with their patients and offer support. So look, this is not going to change things overnight, but it is recognition that we need to do better. We need to do better in prevention of lifestyle related diseases. We need to address the environment. We need to address diets. We need to address physical fitness, a very, very important component of longevity and improving health span. Uh, these are the areas where conventional medicine is not really excelling. 
and we need to do better. 877-726-8255, our number, and this is Intelligent Medicine. Jumpstart your healthy resolutions with reduced pricing on all my favorite supplements from Thorne. Right now, my entire curated selection of Thorne supplements is 20% off, including Thorne's cutting-edge brain support formula, Cinequel. I've added Cinequel to my personal daily regimen to fight off cognitive decline. Cinequel is rich in the best researched ingredients that help support brain function. Its active ingredients help maintain cellular energy production, encourage a healthy balance of inflammatory cytokines, provide energy to fuel the nerves, support neurotransmitter production, and protect against oxidative stress. It's available in two strengths, Cinequel for everyday maintenance and Cinequel Plus, which provides higher amounts of specific nutrients for shorter-term support after impact-related head injury. Just go to DearHoffman.com Thorn for 20% off Cinequel, as well as my entire curated selection of Thorn products. That's DearHoffman.com Thorn. At Essential Formulas, we provide the immune essentials for your family's health this winter. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics and Reg Active. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics is recognized as a worldwide leader in probiotic digestive health. Since 70% of your immune cells reside in your gut, Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics have an impressive effect on immune health too. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics contain over 500 postbiotic metabolites shown to help support immune function. Certified vegetarian, free of gluten, dairy, and GMOs, a powerful immune option. RegActive formulas help boost levels of glutathione, the body's most essential antioxidant, which decreases as we age. Maintaining glutathione levels is key in overall health protection. Be proactive about your immune health. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics and RegActive at natural health retailers and online today. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you. And we're talking about all the components of a healthy lifestyle. And exercise is certainly one of them. But uh, as we age, a lot of people just give up the ghost on exercise. They go, you know, I'm 70 or I'm 80 and, uh, you know, I'm just too old. I'm too old to exercise and I'm too far gone to uh, recover any measure of fitness. Well, I would label this story hashtag what's your excuse because it's a profile of a 92-year-old four-time world champion indoor rower. It is a study of one. They did a deep dive on the physiologic characteristics of this 92-year-old champion indoor rower. And what they found was quite interesting because, spoiler alert, this guy actually started exercising at the age of 73. He retired. He got kind of bored. And maybe his genes are good because his father was also a champion rower, but he didn't do that much exercise. So at 73, he decided, I'm going to take up some indoor rowing, something that you can do in any kind of weather. You don't have to go out in a frozen river in January to compete in indoor rowing. And they studied this guy six ways to Sunday. They studied his heart rate. They studied his uh, oxygen consumption. They studied his lung capacity. They studied his lean body mass. Uh, and what they concluded is that 
he was pretty comparable to a fit 30 or 40 year old. Now, look, there's no question that as you age, your capacity to achieve these milestones is going to decrease. Also, your potential to experience injuries, which impair your exercise ability, uh, that's going to happen too. Uh, your joints, your ligaments, uh, your muscles, they tend to wear out and become more susceptible to uh, injuries which preclude exercise or reduce your ability. But anyway, uh, this guy is quite remarkable. And uh, what their conclusion is, is that uh, there is uh, a potential what is called a, a pliability or plasticity of these cardiorespiratory systems to maintain high functionality at an advanced age. So uh, I take this as a signal of hope for myself as I continue to undertake uh, exercise uh, exploits into my 70s and hope to be able to continue them for a long time. Uh, it's doable. You can do it. 877-726-8255, our number. All right, another big study uh, which looks at another factor which relates to healthy aging. And it's about diet. And what component in diet has the closest relationship to healthy aging, according to the Nurses' Health Study, a uh, huge study, study of, of tens of thousands of uh, nurses, uh, 48,762 uh, participants uh, who were uh, under the age of 60 in 1984. And the really interesting part of this study is that it just keeps on going. It, it's been going since the 80s, and... Uh, they retrospectively looked at intake of total protein, animal protein, dairy protein, and plant protein in these individuals. Healthy aging was defined as being free from 11 major chronic diseases, having good mental health, and not having impairments in either cognitive or physical function. And their conclusion was that it was about the protein. Protein intake was significantly associated with higher odds of healthy aging. Uh, in particular, they found plant protein was helpful. But I think there's a little bit of reverse causation here because people who are careful enough to be on vegetarian or plant-based diets, consume a lot of plant protein, they're generally more careful in other respects in life. And so that may skew the results. That was no knock on animal protein because animal protein also improved the likelihood of healthy aging. So too did dairy protein. Uh, total protein was significantly associated with healthy aging in this cohort of nurses uh, who have been followed for, eh, it looks like, 40 years at this point. 877-726-8255, our number. Interesting story here because um, 
When it comes to detecting skin cancer, you got to go to the doctor. The doctor takes a look at you. Sometimes, uh, you know, it's a judgment call. Like, does this need to be biopsied? Uh, at a recent visit, I had a bunch of biopsies. They were all negative unnecessarily. So uh, I got a big bill from the pathology lab. The FDA has cleared an AI-powered non-invasive skin cancer detector. And it looks like it kind of plugs into an iPhone. It's like this little thing that you plug into an iPhone and you apply it to some kind of little glitch you have on your skin. It's the derma sensor. And it looks pretty good using uh, uh, AI and uh, algorithm. They say the derma sensor is expected to improve primary care and dermatology uh, evaluation.